So I did not actually go into teaching for the summers, but the summers make teaching very, very nice. At the time that I'm recording this, we have just finished our last Monday, and so we are in the last week of school, and I cannot count down the hours and minutes until we are done because summer break is right on the corner, and let's be honest, we all need a break, especially after this lovely COVID year. Maintaining or increasing enrollment, staying on top of ever-changing content, incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about in addition to applying great teaching principles. Today I want to talk about how to actually enjoy your summer break because that is one of the perks that we do have as teachers even though we all work during the summer. So I want you to enjoy your summer break but still be prepared for next year. I have made the mistake many times over the summer where I have spent so much time planning for next school year then I didn't actually use that curriculum or any of the plans I had put together. So I want to let you know some of the tips and tricks that I have learned over the years so that hopefully you can actually enjoy your summer instead of spending all of your time planning for it to not actually work out in the end. At this time of the year, I always would get really excited about next year and think about everything that I could do to improve my teaching practices, my lessons, my units, whatever it was. I was thinking about, oh, what is next year going to look like, which is great. So the recommendation is that instead of looking at your individual lessons and unit plans, take a step back and focus on setting up and refining your systems. So in episode two, we talked about how can you automate and make things a lot easier for you? What are some things that you can do? So take a step back and think about this past school year. And if it's too daunting to do that, just look at this past term. What are some things that you spent a lot of time doing? And can there be anything that you can do, some sort of system or routine that makes it so that you don't have to spend as much time doing those things that you were doing before? Maybe it's grading. How are you grading? How are you having students turn things in? Is it routines? Is it things that can just make your classroom function better? Your cleanup routine, your handing back your papers, collecting your papers, think about those things that you are spending a lot of time on and how can you simplify those things. Now the trick with this is you don't necessarily need to plan everything for next year. So for example, I spend a ton of time with emailing. I like to send a weekly newsletter out to students and it actually takes quite a bit of time to compose those. So one thought that I've had in the past was, hey, well, I could have these knocked out and I could just have them all written before and then they would just automate. It doesn't really work that way because you still have to go in there and tweak things. But what you could do is you could come up with some sort of template or outline that you could modify as the school year is going on. So you're thinking about the big picture, what is going to save you time in the end without actually going into all of the minor details. 
Another system that I had set up, and this was pre-online courses, so it may or may not work with your current classroom, is to come up with some sort of booklet. And I did this a good way and a bad way. So the first time that I did this, I had taught a specific quarter-long class about four times, and then I realized kids were losing papers a lot and it was really annoying for me because I always had to have a ton of extra copies so that they could know what to turn in. So I decided to make a booklet and have everything together and it solved a ton of problems because the kids would just turn it in at the end of the week. I would go through and quickly look through things and give them points and then everything was together and they very rarely lost things. So it worked so well for that one course that I had done multiple times that I started a new course and thought, hey, I need a booklet because it worked really well with that class, so it's totally gonna work with this class. So I actually spent quite a bit of time that summer putting together a workbook for a class I had never taught before. And I had kind of dabbled in the class before, but I had never in its full entirety had taught that class before. And I created this workbook and I spent a ton and ton and ton of time putting it together. I had little like comb binder. I don't know if you know what that is, but you're like, it's super old school and it punches a bunch of holes in and then you can actually put the binding in yourself. So it's kind of like making it a spiral notebook. And I made one of those for all of my students. When it came to the beginning of the school year, I handed them out and we probably used them for a week because I didn't know enough about my course and where my course was going to go to actually have a working workbook. So think about that. If you do something like that, some sort of system where you're putting in a ton of hours of putting it together, make sure that it's something that you have done before and not something that you're just experimenting with. Because we know when the school year starts, you will be lesson planning. You will be unit planning. That's just the nature of the beast. So don't spend your whole summer trying to do that and trying to see into the future when you're going to need to do it anyways as part of your job. So this leads into the next item I wanna talk about and take time to look at the big picture. So in episode one, I talk about how you can Marie Kondo your essential standards. So if you are teaching a new course or even an old course to you, take a look at the essential standards. Take a step back and really figure out what are those core things that your students need to learn by the time they get out of your class. And we're taking a look at the big picture. So we're not necessarily planning how we're going to present that. By taking a step back and thinking about that and kind of mulling over it the entire summer can have you come up with some great ideas. Something that you can do is once you get those big essential standards, your big rocks, whatever you want to call them, once you get those in your mind, then have some sort of notes app, whether it's Evernote or just Google Keep or something on your phone, and then have it handy. So if you are watching a movie or Netflix or something else, maybe you're at the store 
and something triggers in your mind, oh, hey, that would work with that essential standard. Just jot it down, make a note. You're not planning anything, but it's kind of allowing you to brainstorm over a long period of time. And so you are collecting these little tidbits that could help you when you finally do sit down and plan for that unit and that lesson. So you may be thinking, that's great and all, think about the big picture, focus on setting up systems, but maybe you really want to revamp something. Maybe you really want to do something. So the best advice that I was ever given by my first year, first three-year mentor was to only look at a single unit and revamp a single unit. And it's actually harder than you think because you want to do so much. There are plenty of units and lessons that you think could be revamped and tweaked a certain way to make better for the following year. But I want you to take a step back because once again, we're slowing it down. We're enjoying our summer. Look at one unit and you are going to make one unit a rock star unit. You won't look at anything else. You'll look at that one unit. This is a little bit tricky too when you're teaching CTE and you're teaching multiple preps because I want you to focus on one unit of one of the courses that you love teaching. That's one of those that you're wanting to teach year after year after year. And that's the unit that you want to focus on. Make it awesome. Think about all the different resources, things that you can add into that. Could this be a project? Can we use problem-based learning? All of that edu speak. What can you do to make that unit awesome? Then Next summer, you can look at another unit and slowly, and it does take time, but slowly you will have a rock star class. But because you're able to just focus on that single unit and make it awesome, it allows you to still enjoy your summer break, but then also feel like you are being productive. So finally, the last thing that I want to touch on is spend time doing things that you don't have time for during the school year. So learn some skills and learn some things that could help you with your teaching practice, but that you don't have time during the school year. Maybe you're wanting to learn how to use a new software. If you're going digital more, maybe you want to become better at learning something like Nearpod, or maybe it's your LMS. Maybe you want to focus on the possibility of flipping your classroom. Maybe you want to learn a new cooking technique, or you want to use a new piece of equipment and you want to learn how to use it better. This is a great time to do that because it's uninterrupted. You don't have to be worrying about planning and assessing your students. You can focus on something. This is also a good time that if you're wanting to really look at your marketing for your program, this is a time to take a step back before you're in the middle of it and figure out, okay, how am I going to market my program for next year? What exactly do I want to do? So one thing that I'm offering is that I will be doing a free five-day challenge that has to do with social media. So this is for anyone who wants to start a social media account or kind of put together some ideas and make it better. And it's free, it's to get you started, and it's something that you can do quickly 
so that you can be ready for when the school year starts. And then hopefully things are automated or at least you have an idea of what you would want to be doing once school starts and then you kind of just plug in the content as you go. If you want to make sure that you don't miss out on this five-day challenge, make sure that you go to kristenmasick.com forward slash waitlist, or the link is in my bio of my Instagram page, which is at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. As a recap, I want to tell you the ideas that you can do to make sure that you enjoy your summer and still be prepared for next school year. So the first one is focus on setting up and refining systems. Second, take time to look at the big picture. Third, revamp a single unit. And finally, spend time doing things or learning things that you don't have time for during the school year. I really love connecting with CTE teachers. I love to see what you are doing in your classrooms, at your schools, and ways that you are showcasing yourself, your program, and your students. So make sure that you connect with me on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most, at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. Also, be sure to subscribe and also give a rating and review so that other CTE teachers can find this podcast. Until next week.